everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. It was vacation time for Kenny's family, and this year they had headed down to Costa Rica to a beach that overlooked the Pacific Ocean. Kenny's parents had booked them into a small villa set back amongst the jungle, and Kenny thought it was amazing. They were surrounded by trees, and within those trees were spider monkeys, parrots, and iguanas. Kenny could even hear the booming voices of howler monkeys in the distance. What do you think? asked Kenny's mom as she handed Kenny a cool drink. Do you like it? Like it? he spluttered. Oh, I love it! He made short work of the drink, keen to get on with exploring. Can I head out to the beach, Mom? Can I? Can I? Sure, she replied with a warm smile. Just keep the villa in sight, won't you? Kenny was already halfway out the door. Yeah, Mom, I sure will, he promised, and he was gone. It was a short, sloping path down to the sand, where Kenny could hear the waves breaking against the shore. Oh, this is paradise, he said to himself. He spent some time beachcombing, exploring the objects that the sea had swept up onto the beach. And as he did, he strayed further and further away from the villa. He went so far that, had he even thought to turn around, he would not have been able to see the villa anymore. But something had caught his eye further along the shoreline, and he was intrigued as to what it could be. It looked like someone was holding a small surfboard, about as long as Kenny was tall. The surfboard was upright, and whoever was holding it was behind it out of sight. Now, Kenny was an only child. He didn't have any brothers or sisters, and so he always welcomed someone to play with. And here, it seemed, was a child heading out to surf. Hey, are you going out on the water? Kenny asked, trying to sound friendly. The surfboard jerked, and whoever was behind it stood very still. Um, yeah, sure, said the hidden voice. But as Kenny tried to see the face of the person behind the board, the surfboard began to rotate keeping it firmly between the two people. Kenny was finding it a very difficult way to try and talk to someone. Uh, aren't you getting in the water? He asked. The surfboard sagged a bit, and Kenny caught a glimpse of a hairy head on the other side. It was at that moment he realized that there weren't fingers holding the board, but claws. Um, I, uh, I don't suppose you could help me? asked the voice. Kenny leaned forward. He wasn't talking to a person. He was talking to a sloth. I didn't know sloths went surfing, confessed Kenny. Well, you see, that's the problem, explained the sloth. We don't do much of anything. We spend most of our time asleep or taking forever to get from one tree to the next one. And I kept thinking, well, boring. I want to try new things instead. Like surfing? suggested Kenny. Yeah, you've got it, nodded the sloth. Except I don't know how to swim. 
Oh, I see, said Kenny, and an idea struck him. He kicked off his shoes, pulled off his socks, and grinned. Tell you what, let's start you in the shallows. I'll hold the board, and you can get used to sitting on it. And if you fall off, you should be able to stand up. Oh, that sounds perfect, smiled the sloth. I'm Sebastian, by the way. Oh, I'm Kenny, said Kenny, as they got their toes wet. They spent the next half an hour splashing about along the shoreline. Kenny had to admit that the sloth was getting quite good at it. Oh, said Sebastian, sounding like an excited monkey. Maybe you could help me with some other things I wanted to try. Like what? Kenny asked. Oh, well, I'd love to ride a bike, Sebastian replied hopefully. Oh, there are bikes back at our villa, beamed Kenny, striding out onto the sand. We can use those. The bikes were kept in a small shed down the side of the villa. There were two adult-sized bikes, two children's bikes, and a small pink one with training wheels. You'll have to use the pink one, I'm afraid, said Kenny. Oh, it looks amazing, said Sebastian. How do you make it go? So Kenny showed Sebastian how to place his feet on the pedals, how to steer, and how to use the brakes. Sebastian was particularly pleased with the bell. Oh, this is so fast, whooped the sloth as they pedaled slowly along the dusty track that led from the villa. This made Kenny laugh. But to be fair, it probably was the fastest Sebastian had ever been. After a few minutes, they came across a truck parked beside the edge of the road. The engine was running. The driver's door was open, but there was nobody inside. Ooh, a truck, said Sebastian with glee. Oh, I'd love to have a go in one of those. Oh, we can't do that said Kenny, trying to peer into the trees to see where the truck's owner was. This belongs to somebody. But Sebastian wasn't listening. He'd climbed down off the bike and was already behind the wheel. Kenny looked on in horror as Sebastian released the parking brake, tripping over his bike as he tried to get off it in a hurry. The truck was already moving away. So Kenny found himself reaching for the tailgate on the back. In a mad scramble, he was able to pull his body up, only to find himself amongst several crates covered by a tarp. Sebastian, you need to stop, shouted Kenny at the top of his voice. Woohoo! yelled Sebastian in reply. They were only going slightly faster than their slow bike ride, but this was still the fastest the sloth had ever traveled. The truck bounced across a large pothole, sending Kenny tumbling into the crates. The tarp fell away to reveal a sad-looking face looking back at him. It was another sloth. Kenny pushed the tarp off, completely to reveal five crates, each with a sloth inside them. Oh my, he said. What's going on here? Hey, you! That's my truck! roared a voice from behind them. Kenny turned to see a man with a scruffy beard and a tattered baseball cap pedaling after them on Kenny's bike. It was far too small for him. Sebastian! shouted Kenny as the world's slowest car chase took place. Oh, all right, called back the sloth. I'll slow down. 
No, don't slow down! Yelled Kenny, looking at the angry man on the wobbly bicycle. Go faster! Faster! Hollered Sebastian. Oh, you've got it! And the truck lurched forward. Kenny was jostled about in the back as they trundled down the track back towards the villa, throwing up a cloud of dust that the man had to cough his way through. Kenny returned his attention to the sloughs in the crate. Are you supposed to be in there? he asked. I mean, I don't suppose that man was releasing you back into the wild, was he? The sloths shook their heads sadly. Oh dear, I feared as much, Kenny muttered. We're running out of track, shouted Sebastian as the villa came into view. Kenny risked a look down the truck's side, and sure enough, there was their hire car parked at the track's end. But Sebastian wasn't stopping. They sailed past the hire car, past the bike shed, through the bushes and tall plants that edged the jungle, and plunged down a steep slope. Miraculously, they missed the thick tree trunks that grew there. With a nasty jolt, they burst out of the other side, driving the front of the truck into the soft sand and bringing them all to an abrupt stop. Kenny looked around him in panic. All he could think of to do was to release as many of the crate's doors as possible before the angry man reached them. The trouble was, the sloths were so slow that they, they hardly moved at all by the time the man arrived, clattering down the slope on the too small bike to fall in the sand beside them. My lovely truck, he whined as he got to his feet. Do you realize how many sloths I had to poach to buy that? He glared at Kenny, bawling his fists. Kenny scooted backwards amongst the crates, where the sloths were still emerging. I'll show you, kid, sneered the man, and he reached forward, grabbing Kenny by the ankle. I'm gonna teach you a lesson you'll never forget. Kenny shut his eyes as he was dragged from the truck, so he missed seeing what happened next. There was a dull thud, followed by a louder one, like somebody dropping a sack of potatoes. Kenny opened an eye to see Sebastian holding his surfboard. He'd clonked the man with it, who was now lying motionless on the sand. Oh, thank you, said Kenny with a smile. Don't mention it, grinned back Sebastian. Wasn't your surfboard up by the bike shed? asked Kenny. Yeah, it was, the sloth replied. Turns out I can move really fast when I need to. That was the moment Kenny's parents arrived, looking horrified at the scene. Kenny's dad wasted no time in calling the police. And it wasn't long until the sloth poacher was bundled away into the back of a police car. The captured sloths were released back into the trees, including one found in a crate back along the track. It turned out the man had been returning to his truck with it when Sebastian had driven away. As for the truck, a special vehicle with a winch pulled it out of the sand. Just as the sun was setting over the sea, it made for unusual entertainment as Kenny's family and Sebastian ate dinner that evening on the veranda. Well, what a strange first day to a vacation, said Kenny's mum. Maybe we should aim for a quieter day tomorrow, suggested Kenny's dad. 
You know, with less trucks crashing onto the beach. Oh, said Sebastian excitedly. I know what we can do. Kenny looked at his parents with a grin. Is it energetic? He asked Sebastian. Oh, no, no, not at all, replied Sebastian. In fact, I'm pretty sure you get to sit down through the whole thing. Oh, sounds good, agreed Kenny. We could do with something nice and gentle. What is it? White water rafting, answered the sloth. The 